Are you a strong, independent woman who's passionate about her career? Then this podcast is perfect for you. Based on her book, The Career Woman's Secret Playbook, career coach Dr. Dawn Hamby shares the kind of insider secrets you can only know if you've hired, fired, and promoted employees over the past 30 years. Ladies, I'm on a mission to help busy women just like you create a career and life you love without sacrificing your work-life balance to get it. Come join me as we inspire and motivate each other only as women can and have lots of fun along the way. With Dr. Dawn's tools, strategies, and action steps, you can unleash your personal and professional power in a whole new way. Here's today's episode. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Career Woman's Secret Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn, CEO and founder of Dr. Dawn Shop Talk, and I am so excited in today's intro to tell you just a little bit about what we're going to talk about today, because interviewing for a job, as we all know, is so important. So I'm thrilled to bring you this topic really for a couple of reasons. Number one, I know it's so stressful. This is something I definitely, as a business consultant and coach, advise my clients on a lot. In fact, it's one of my favorite parts of our business. We have something called the Career Prep Bootcamp, where we help you not only reboot your resume and get you ready for the interview, but we also have three coaching sessions, you and I, to make sure that you know what to do before, during, and after the interview. So I'll be giving you all kinds of tips with that and help with that because not only is it something I'm so passionate about with my own business, but the reason behind why I feel that way is because when I was a manager and I was responsible for interviewing, hiring, and unfortunately sometimes firing people, there were so many times I wanted to tell them what they had just done wrong. You guys, I've had the privilege of conducting hundreds of interviews. But when I was working for someone else, I really couldn't tell you what you did wrong. And it would break my heart when I wanted to be able to give them the insider scoop, but I couldn't do that or else I wasn't being fair to all the other folks who were applying. So if I knew you personally, for example, I couldn't give you any other tips. HR would kill me and rightfully so. But as your personal career coach, I can. That's where the career prep bootcamp idea came from. I knew with all of those interviews I had conducted over the years, how important it was to match the right person to the right job. The few times I've had to fire someone was really because they didn't have either the skill set. So for whatever reason, perhaps it just wasn't a good match or their talents really lay elsewhere. And so many times as a supervisor, I did have the authority to change some of their job duties around. But in those few cases where I really couldn't and my hands were tied, if they weren't up for the task, I would do everything I could to work with them. But if it just wasn't feasible and they weren't willing to do their part, there was just kind of so little I could do. So you guys, I'm so excited to share this with you today because like I said, before I started my own company, when I hired people working for 
someone else, there was just so little I really could tell you to get you ready for the interview. Now, if you are interested in more information about the boot camp, by the way, you don't have to be ready for an interview to take advantage of that. I can help you position yourself for the promotion. And because I've had the privilege of, again, hiring people and promoting people, my own employees, I know what it's like and what I look for when I hire someone. I know what it's like to sit on both sides of that table, both as the person being interviewed and the person doing the hiring. So whoever you choose to work with, if you work with a career coach, just make sure they have maybe a little bit of that experience as well. You know, research is great. Certifications are great. I've got a gazillion certifications and two doctorates and all those things. That doesn't truly make me as qualified, in my humble opinion, (laughs) as having the responsibility of someone else's career in your hands. If you've never actually hired or fired someone, I think that you may sometimes be at a disadvantage as a career coach, not always, but if you have had the experience, it's just something extra, extra value that you can give your clients if you really know what that's like. So that's another reason I'm so excited to share some of my tips with you today, some stories about what I've seen and what you can do. So I'm so excited for you to join us in today's episode, episode 32. I'm calling AC Interview, Land the Job, Five Secrets to Success. So how are things going with your job? You know, loving your career and loving what you do is so important, you guys. It really is. That is the reason I'm in this business. (laughs) I wouldn't do this if I didn't absolutely love helping people. One of the things that would frustrate me so much when I was a boss, before I started my own consulting company, was the fact that I felt privileged to be able to match my employees' skill sets to the right jobs. When I did that, I saw them really thrive. They weren't just surviving, they loved it. But if you don't have a boss that's willing to do that, one of the things you always can control is your mindset about what you're doing. Your approach and your attitude, sort of the way that you see your career right now, really does affect not only your joy or lack of joy for your work, but your career potential, your potential for advancement. And we spend so many hours, if we're lucky enough to have a full-time job, okay, I'm going to get on the soapbox for just a second. But if you're lucky enough to have a full-time job, it's a shame, isn't it? If you don't really love what you do, and I'm not a Pollyanna here by any means, I do believe in an abundance mindset and being positive, but not at the risk of being unrealistic. If things need to change, you can change them. You need to take charge of your life right now and your career, and you can do that. If you're listening to this podcast, I already know that you're one of those superstars at work because you care enough about your own professionalism, about your career and what you're doing with it to listen to an episode like this. Now, you don't have to be getting ready for an interview to really benefit from thinking about what you would do in an interview because Let's say you're actually happy right where you are, but you want to do some other kinds of things. You just don't feel like you're getting anywhere. You feel stuck. You're not sure what the next step should be. 
Okay, that's where career coaching comes in. You don't have to work with me or another career coach, but at the very least, do some research on what you can do. Because sometimes you just need a professional to kind of look at your situation and help you figure out what the next step should be. Family and friends are wonderful. They can be very supportive, but sometimes their fear can become your fear. That's how come I always advise using a professional. And I'm not just saying that, I promise you, because I'm in the business, okay? (laughs) I promise you that is not the reason I'm saying that. I've hired my own coaches for years. In fact, I think you would be a terrible coach yourself and a terrible consultant, okay? If you've never actually hired any of your own, I have for a number of reasons because I know what my skill sets are, but I know also that I can't do all things well. So I want to save time and money by hiring people who can help me fill in the gaps. In other words, they've got skill sets I don't have. So no matter what you choose to do, episodes like this can really help you because let's say you don't want to leave your organization. But again, back to my earlier point, you just want to be able to do some other things. Well, then you're going to have to make sure that the leadership at your organization knows you're ready for the next challenge. And a way to do that is to really think about the secrets I'm going to share with you today, because these are the qualities you need to have to be able to take the next step. You guys, again, this is not a shameless plug here, but that's the reason I wrote the book, especially for career women who I personally believe have a harder time with work-life balance than our male counterparts. I've not only seen that with my own female staff, but I've definitely seen that with my own clients, with my own friends and family even. So as a result, I created that book and wrote that book so that I could share the insider secrets of what I saw really helped people get ahead, not just in their professional life, but in their personal one as well. It's about you understanding that there are some core values that can really help you take things up a notch in your life so that you feel that you are the one in that driver's seat and you're the one that gets to decide where you go next. So today, I'm going to help you unlock some secrets to nailing that job interview and securing your dream job. Now, if you're interested in an episode about how to make your current job the dream job while you're waiting, or I should say not waiting, but while you're creating opportunities for advancement, be sure to comment whether you're watching us on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platform. And if you haven't rated or subscribed, be sure to check that out and think about that. If you like content like this, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up if you're watching us on YouTube. We would really appreciate that. And then definitely share this content with anybody else you think might need it. If you're not going through this yourself, you might know someone who's either getting ready for an interview or you just know they're sick and tired of dealing with whatever they're dealing with at work and they're ready for a career change. All right, with all that being said, let me ask you a question. How are things going right now with your job? Were you thinking about applying for something new, maybe even in your organization. Or maybe the title of today's podcast intrigued you and you thought, you know, I haven't even been on an interview in years, much less 
have even dusted off my resume. Or maybe you're interested in part-time work and you want to kind of dip your toe back into the workforce. You know, that is something that we're seeing in terms of career and job trends right now is more and more retirees want to be active. They really do. They don't want to give up on their life's work. They just want flexibility and maybe want to work part-time or have flexible hours. All right, here's the first secret. Secret number one, research and preparation. Here's a biggie. One of the first questions I would oftentimes ask a job applicant was what they already knew about the company or the position. If they knew nothing, you guys, that is just a huge red flag to me. I might have been more forgiving. Well, I wasn't rude about it, but I guess I was more disappointed than anything because in the past, I'm going to date myself here. In my past, when I first entered the job market, listen, we didn't have Siri, we didn't have Alexa, we didn't have all of these, you know, technologies available to us to help us look up information. So today, it's very easy to find out a little bit more about a company or the actual position. You can even go old school and call the human resources department yourself and find out as much as you can. If you can even find out who would be conducting the interview, look them up on LinkedIn or reach out to connect, even better. But just make sure no matter what, that before you step into that interview, you need to dive deep into that company's culture their values, and their mission. And definitely know the job description. My goodness, you definitely want to know that inside and out. And then also really think about how your particular skill set really aligns with that role. And here's another insider secret, okay? I was always so impressed when that job candidate would tell me a little bit more about how they could help me instead of how I can help them. Now, I want to help them. I want to know that maybe working at our organization is something on their list of dream jobs. That's always very, very special. But the main thing I'm looking for as a boss is that you're going to be able to contribute to our department and you're going to make our lives easier, especially mine. (laughs) If my performance, okay, and my evaluation is based on how well my department's doing, which is usually the case when you're the boss, then you want to make sure you're picking the right person for the right job and that they're the right fit. But you also want to know that they have done their due diligence in making sure it's a good fit as well. Now, I also suggest to our clients when I'm working with them, especially before they go into that interview, I'll even call them and we'll have a little mini session the day of or the night before. Make sure you prepare answers to common interview questions. Oh my goodness, there's so much research out there about that. And again, if you're working with a business consultant or career coach, they're going to provide you that information anyway. They're going to take all of that work off your shoulders, okay? You're busy enough. But just make sure you're prepared. And here's another tip. Be very specific about your actual examples. Let me illustrate. They say they're an organized person or they say that, you know, they have a great work ethic. You know, they give general generic answers to questions. And again, I just told you to do your research on common questions. So I like that you have, you know, a good answer. But if you can't really be specific about 
a time when you did those things, then that's usually a red flag. Okay, you want to be able to showcase your experience and expertise. And oftentimes, the more you prepare, the more confident you're going to come across in that interview. Secret number two, crafting your narrative. Our second secret is all about crafting what you're going to say. Your interview is a chance to tell your professional story, so make it compelling. Now, again, I love hearing that it's your dream job to work for our organization, but again, make sure that you're being specific about your actual achievements and also discuss the challenges that you've overcome in the past and the lessons you've learned. We all know people make mistakes. I don't want to hear that you're perfect or that you think you're perfect. I want to hear about challenges that you have faced and how you face them. A well-crafted narrative not only is going to showcase your skill set, but it's going to make you a memorable candidate. Secret number three, mastering the art of communication. Okay, this third secret is an important one. Effective communication during an interview really is key. And a way to communicate that actually is by paying attention to your body language. So for example, sometimes there's a gender difference between men and women in an interview. And I look for that because it oftentimes will display confidence or a lack of confidence. For example, men tend to, in general, take up more space when they sit down, especially in a formal interview setting. Women tend to do the opposite. They take up less room. Now, I don't want you to spread out all over where it just looks like you're overbearing, (laughs) but you definitely want to sit up straight, have great posture. You want to seem comfortable in your own skin. Sit back a little bit in the chair. Now, when you're talking to me, it's okay to lean forward and be very engaged in the conversation, but you don't want to seem like you're you know, withdrawing or getting smaller or making yourself seem smaller than. So really be very conscientious about that. Also maintain good eye contact and make sure that you're listening actively to the actual question. Now it's okay to ask the interviewer or even the interview team to repeat a question, to make sure that you understand what they're looking for. That is fine. But when you do respond, make sure that you're not only specific, but be concise. I want you to use something called the STAR method. Have you heard of this before? If you haven't, here's what it is. STAR literally stands for situation, task, action, and result. So that's how you want to structure your answers, right? You want to describe the situation, explain what the task was at hand, explain what action steps you took, and then definitely explain the result. It's a really great way to remember how to describe your answers in detail so that you can be the star of that interview. All right. Effective communication also, keep in mind, really showcases your professionalism and your interpersonal skills. Do you know that on average, when it comes to interviewing, the interview team or the interviewer, if it's just one person, has already made up their mind about you within the first five to seven seconds. They really have. Now, they may not absolutely know that you're the person that they're going to give the job to, but they already know in that short period of time 
whether or not you're in the lead. It's, it's fit. You heard me reference that earlier. It's kind of that sense that you get, and we're going to get into more detail in secret number four, but fit is something that's that invisible sense as to whether or not you could fit in to that particular organization and their culture. So if you're uncomfortable or nervous, being nervous is okay, but I mean the kind of nervous where it just seems like you just don't have a lot to offer. You just are doubting your own skill set kind of thing. That makes other people uncomfortable. And remember that people hire people. So you don't have to be the most confident person. In fact, sometimes if you're overly confident, that can backfire. You don't want to seem arrogant. It's kind of that special magic place in the middle, right? How do you do that? (laughs) I'll give you another secret. You do that by going on lots of interviews. Do not wait. Do not wait until the most important interview. Okay? In other words, go out there and practice a little bit. It's good to keep your interview skills sharp. Now, it's not that I'm encouraging you to go on hundreds of interviews and waste people's time. What I am suggesting is that you definitely go on more than one or two or three because you do not want to put so much pressure on yourself, especially if it's been a long time since you've actually participated in an interview. What if you've never even interviewed by Zoom? You know, that's relatively new. And it doesn't have to be Zoom. It could be any virtual platform. But that's kind of a different skill set, isn't it? How do you come across on video, right? So it's similar to interviewing in person, but there'll be things that you'll need to do to really stand out. And there's tips and tricks to that. That could be a completely separate video if you want me to do one about interviewing virtually versus in person. Today's episode is really about general tips, the secret behind your success in acing their interview regardless of the platform. That's what today's episode is all about. Now let's move on to talking about fit a little bit more. That's actually secret number four, showcasing your cultural fit. In other words, employers are not only looking for skills, but also for candidates who fit into their company's culture, values, and mission. So during that interview, demonstrate your alignment with their values, with their mission and vision. That's how come it's very important to do that research. And if you forgot that already, go all the way back to tip number one, okay? That first secret. That's why it's so important. So you want to make sure during the interview that you talk about how you can contribute to the team's dynamics and show enthusiasm for their goals and where they're planning on going in the future. You show them that you're invested in more than just a paycheck, and that's so important. Okay, you guys, the last secret for today's episode, secret number five. You know I love five tips, so I've got to give you at least five, and this one's called the follow-up. What I love about this one, you might have noticed when I talked about the career prep boot camp, that I mentioned that oftentimes my clients are wanting me to help them on what to do before, during, and after the interview. I structured it that way on purpose because, again, as someone who's conducted hundreds of interviews, I realized that this last one, the follow-up, is often overlooked, but it's incredibly important. So let's talk about that now. Okay, after the interview, 
you're going to really stand out. I promise you this. If you send a personalized thank you, oftentimes you can do that by email. If you want to take it up a notch, I would suggest actually writing a personalized card to send to the interview team. You can follow up with HR and make sure that you've got the spelling of the person's name correct, the address, the department, all those things. What you want to do, whether it's email or through a card of some sort, is you want to, number one, express your gratitude for the opportunity. Number two, I want you to reiterate your enthusiasm for the position. And number three, I want you to briefly mention one or two key points from the interview that really demonstrate your suitability for the role. You guys, if you do that, this type of follow-up not only shows your appreciation, but really keeps you and the interview you had fresh in the interviewer's mind. And that is definitely important. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Career Woman Secret Playbook Podcast. I hope that these five secrets to nailing the interview and landing the job really empowers you in your career journey. Remember that preparation, storytelling, communication, cultural fit, and the follow-up, all of these things really are the key to success in making sure that you not only do well in the interview, but that you do land that next career opportunity. Now, again, if you found this episode helpful and you like this kind of content, don't forget to subscribe. And if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to give us a thumbs up. Definitely share this episode with anybody else that you think might need it. Last but not least, do not forget our motto here at Shop Talk, and it's this. If you're not having a fantastic day, you have the power to make it one. I know our episode is over, but this is just the beginning. If you're ready to take action but don't know where to start, just head over to drdawnshoptalk.com for lots of free resources, ways to work together, and for even more. Subscribe to the Dr. Dawn Shop Talk YouTube channel. Remember, ladies, you don't have to take this journey alone. I've got you covered. Till next time.